You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. 93 WIBC, Rob Kendall, The Rob Kendall Show. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Rob M. Kendall. It's Father's Day, so in, in honor of that, I wanted to bring in, uh, well, one of my favorite dads. His name is Robert Vane. He's with Veteran Strategies. He has a very fabulous podcast, Leaders and Legends, which we'll get to in just a moment. And, well, this guy thankfully has no kids, which makes our world a much better place. Our, our I good know friend, But our, he, he is willing to learn. <laughs> Our good friend Chris Spangle of the We Are Libertarians radio network. All right, so we are coming in on the first debate for the Democrats. I mean, it is literally right around the corner, and I want to get some perspective on this. Robert, I'll start with you because, you know, you've worked for Greg Ballard. You've talked to many politicians. You've counseled them before these big sort of moments. If you're one of the 20 people qualifying for that that stage, what sort of broad talking points are you giving them in a time where, hey, you may only have a minute or two of actual time to talk over two nights? The first thing you have to do is realize why your party lost. I'm currently reading a book on the 1984 presidential elections. Fascinating. Nerd. Fascinating book. Yeah, Spangle's got a girlfriend and I don't. And I don't read, though. Worlds are colliding. <laughs> And one of the things that Mondale could never now look, it was going to be a bad year for him regardless, but, but there's a qualitative difference between being competitive and getting 100 and 125 electoral votes in a bad year and losing 49 states and getting 15 electoral votes. And in this book, you really can't, you don't get the sense that Mondale ever figured out why they lost in 80, he and President Carter. And attacked those issues. They didn't vote for us then. What will make them vote for us now? So if, if I was doing that, I would say, why did Donald Trump win in 2016? So how can we win in 20? How can we reverse that? And the ability to do that, even though he's starting to sell his soul, is what makes Joe Biden most people's choice to beat Donald Trump. If you in were if you could talk to Biden and coach him, is he making an egregious mistake by pandering to the left now and will that hurt him in a general election? Yes. Would you tell him to stop? Yes. Uh, but how how does he get out of this democrat primary? Now I know he can't unless he panders. So it's a double-edged sword. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, one of the things if you read about the 1980 election is that Reagan broke the New Deal coalition. And he won 489 electoral votes. Now, that's in a bad economic situation. The hostages, I mean, the election actually happened on the one-year anniversary of the takeover of the embassy in Tehran. So maybe there's nothing that could have been done. But, but Hillary Clinton in 2016 was the single worst political presidential candidate in American history. She fumbled away an election that she should have won handily. It's, it's a bigger jack than what Gore did in 2000, and he should have won easily. 
what you need to do is figure out how much value is there in standing up to the elements of your party that are viewed with either suspicion or disdain or angst by the general voting population. It became a metaphor in 1992 when Bill Clinton lectured uh, a group of African-American leaders by invoking Sister Soja, who none of us have heard of anything of for 20-some, 30 years, but she was big then. He chose that audience to deliver that message. At what point is Joe Biden going to choose a leftist audience to preach a centrist message? And when he does that, I would, if I was advising him, choose a way to do that and garner pretty strong media because the media wants Trump beaten. There's no doubt about it. When I'm going to argue, that's that's the sun setting in the West, right? We're not going to argue that. <laughs> and that's what I would do. I would choose an audience that's going to be not necessarily receptive to the message, but your audience for the message isn't sitting there. They're sitting in their homes. Robert Vane, Veteran Strategies. Uh, Chris Spangle, we are Libertarians, our, our guest. 93 WIBC, The Rob Kendall Show. Spangle, I know you hate Trump, but... He's the worst. You do. I mean, you you despise him. You think he's... What are all the things you say about him? He's morally he's, bankrupt. He's morally, he's, you're going to argue that he's not morally bankrupt? Hey, look, you know what the Bible says. Don't judge lest ye be judged. Is that in Corinthians 2, his favorite <laughs> book of the Bible? I would think... I mean, he, he look, he's... he's uh, the tax cuts, he held up. He's done the regulatory reforms. What is it about him that you... And libertarians as a whole despise so much. Because he's like every other Republican that has ever run. He promised a lot of good things that libertarians like, and then he didn't deliver but on it. he's anything. tried, right? I mean, he tried to reform Obamacare. He's tried to secure the border. He didn't try very hard. He can't make John McCain not give a thumbs down, right? No. Well, he, he, he doesn't have that power. So he was captured by John McCain. I thought he didn't <laughs> like people that were captured. From your perspective, is there a Democrat on that stage, or that'll be on that stage over the next couple nights, that you say, that person really worries me. I, 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 they have a good shot to win, and I would hate to see them be president. All of them? Well, I mean, is there one specifically that really you think could win? Yeah, so let me say this about Trump, because he has talked a good game. Like He's been a little non-interventionist, and then he brings in John Bolton, and then threatens war with Iran, and he's cut taxes, and then he brings on the tariffs, and then he had Gorsuch. But and the then tariff he thing on worked, Cal- right? I mean, that tariff thing worked. We Tar- got... Tar- that we, the threat of the worked. tariffs got the got the southern the the, the, the the border secure, right? The trade deficit is higher than it was before the tariffs, and all the gains from his tax cuts have been completely eroded. So he he is just another big government politician who shoots himself in the foot time and time again. And there's absolutely no moral leadership whatsoever, which I don't expect from a politician. But uh, when it comes but when it comes to Democrats, they're all just as scary. They're all just as goofy. Uh, you know, Kamala Harris flip-flops. She says one thing in a CNN debate and then says another. And then if you look at her track record as a poli- uh, a prosecutor, she's got a horrible record on criminal justice reform, but then lies about how she actually cares about criminal justice reform. You know, said she smoked pot and listened to Tupac Shakur. And then Tupac hadn't released his first album in like six years. Uh, all I think... All of these uh, candidates are frightening from a big government perspective. I think Bernie is probably the biggest of the big government. I think he's he's clearly a, a big fan of communists. Are you surprised how poorly he's doing? No, because I think that the Democrats, to, to answer the question that you asked Robert, 
have not learned the lesson of 2016 and 2018. And the lesson of 2016 was stop looking down on the middle of the country, stop pandering, stop uh, uh, condescending, and treating us like we're all stupid and trying to manipulate us through the media. And that has just ratcheted up big time. And I think the big tech, uh, big tech has been a scapegoat in a lot of ways and for Hillary Clinton's loss, and they've tried to uh, remove a lot of Ugh. people like Stephen Crowder from, from uh, Ben Shapiro and, and everybody else. And the second lesson from 2018 was moderate Democrats will do really well and win you victories. And then you see the most centrist, who still isn't really that centrist, Joe Biden, um, or Howard Schultz not even getting a hearing in it, they they haven't learned the lessons of the last two years. They're doubling down on what didn't work in those two years. And so I think it's 50-50 right now if Trump wins because while he's a super weak candidate like Truman against Dewey, they're just they're all such bad candidates that he could squeak it out. Chris Spangle, Robert Vane, our guest, uh, wanted to have you guys on uh, with a few minutes we have left here to talk about this really fabulous thing you guys are, are doing together. It's called the uh, Leaders and Legends podcast. Um, tell us about it. It's awesome. You have tremendous guests on this thing. It's incredible. The biggest guests. <laughs> Huge. Well, a lot of the credit, quite frankly, belongs to my friend Rachel Coverdale, who's a PR pro whose husband, Tom Coverdale, former IU point guard, came on the podcast. Uh, it was her idea to do a podcast as a way of promoting my veteran business and public relations company, Veteran Strategies, if I may be shameless. No, go for it. And no one is more shameless than Rob. <laughs> if he has a problem with your shamelessness, my God. Well, my shamelessness usually doesn't include money. <laughs> <laughs> so she wanted me to do a podcast as a way of promoting my business. I resisted the idea, quite frankly, because I didn't think I had anything to say in the PR world. That's not where I'm trained, as I jokingly say i've got my pr training in the 14th century because my graduate degree is in medieval english history and so but when i said if i ever did a podcast what i'd want to do is interview people who've been involved and are involved in the transformation and promotion of indianapolis indianapolis's fate was not sealed it was not preordained it's been the uh, the remarkable success of this city has been the collaborative effort of Republicans, Democrats, private sector, public sector, philanthropists, the list goes on and on. And we've had a lot of those people on Leaders and Legends. And quite frankly, we wouldn't have Leaders and Legends if it wasn't for Chris Spangle, who's been a terrific friend in all this. And I know your political mentor, Rob. Oh, yes. Yes. And we are having a blast, and we, we love the response that we've gotten. We did a remembrance show about Richard Luger, followed it up with a remembrance show about Birch Bayh. I'd love to do one about Andy Jacobs. We've had Republicans on, Democrats. We had Shelley Fitzgerald on from Ron Colley. The list. We want to talk to people and have fun conversation, and hopefully it evokes some memories and like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. What we don't want is a bunch of yelling and screaming and basically become the Chuck E. Cheese of podcasts <laughs> here in Indianapolis. I feel attacked. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I mentioned this because for some unknown reason, you we just recorded uh, one that I'm going to be on. We don't know exactly when it's going to be posted yet, but where can people find the Leaders and Legends podcast? Yes, go to leadersandlegends.fireside.fm or veteranstrategies.com. You can find a link there. Or at friend me on Facebook. Or like my uh, company page, Veteran Strategies. Uh, my name's Robert Vane. Look me up on Facebook and send me a request. They're posted every Monday. And 
We have some strong ones coming up just very quickly. Mickey Maurer, Jim Morris, Tamika Catchings, Pippa Mann. We've also talked to Jack Reinhardt. We've talked to the leader of the Civil War Institute at Gettysburg College, who's actually a graduate of Pike High School. Chris, who are some of the others? Terry Curry, uh, Dan Elsner was really I- impressive from Marion University. It's and how a great he, show. Yeah. If you want to know about the city, the history of the city, and again, it's the you, you, you talk to people that were on the ground floor of really important things. It's really leaders and legends. It's, it's absolutely great. And as a little tease, we do get into a little bit about some of my beef with Governor Eric Holcomb. So it's very, it's very interesting. And as, we'll see people posted on that. As a libertarian who used to be the head of the Indiana Libertarian Party, I am sitting in a room across from people that created the strategies and policies that I argued <laughs> against for so long. And I find it super fascinating to hear their development, how they got to where they're at, their character. I mean, what you learn over the course of this is that the city is really being managed by a lot of decent people. And it's something that I've always tried to keep in mind is that (laughs) I used to work for Abdul. And I was an intern, and I was really going after some liberal politician locally, and he cut the mics. This is like in 2005, and he goes, you realize we have to work with these people. You can say mean stuff, but you have to eventually see them face to face. And and it's been uh, an amazing education to kind of see the human side of a lot of the people who have been policymakers and, and hear why they do what they do. And it's, I think every citizen of Indianapolis, of the Donut Counties of Indiana, really should listen to this show because you get a totally different perspective than you might read in the newspaper or hear on this radio station. Chris Spangle, the We Are Libertarians Radio Network, Robert Vane of the Leaders and Legends podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for coming on Leaders and Legends. 93 WIBC, Rob Kendall Show.